Welcome to the Artist Notepad, where we explore artistry, we talk life, and we talk about Joel Tomorrow Man Morrow. I'm Jack. Yay! And I'm David. And we, tonight, or today, guys, we have a very special guest appearing for the second time, Samson the Band. Wow! Wow. (laughs) Good to see you guys again. Yeah, it's good to see see you, you, yeah. Yeah. Of course, you guys would remember clearly um, what the last episode number was when you came on the first time. 49, best episode yet. (laughs) This is 49. (laughs) Wait, is it actually? (laughs) Wait, you just guessed that? Oh, yeah, 100%. (laughs) This is episode 49. Wow. What were we last time? See if you can see if you can see if uh, you can, can you guess. guess. All right. What's your guess? Uh, one. I'm gonna, <laughs> I think it was twenty-four. I'm. Is it nearest two? Sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> if so, I go twenty-five. Okay. I'm guessing twenty. I listened to it recently, but I can't remember because I wanted to see all the or hear all the cringy things that we said and make sure we didn't say them again. <laughs> Well, as, as riveting as this suspense is, I'm going to have to to end it by saying that you guys were on episode 28. So I think... Oh, who oh, won? Here's two. See, I wasn't here last time, so I feel like I get a pass. No. It's exactly. the opposite. Oh, right. it's the opposite. Oh, you should have been studying uh, it more. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like we have more members on tonight as well. We have um, four out of the five. And guys, what's going on? Where's where's our fifth member? Where's mm. what's going on tonight? We are fifth member. Couldn't make this. He's done. Yeah. It's the last straw. See you later, Sam, as we call him. <laughs> no, he's See uh, you later, Sam. <laughs> That's what we all know him as. See you later, Sam. But guys. <laughs> Um, you, you guys also have something very suspenseful that's about to happen. And I don't really know how you don't know the answer to this question because you ordered them. But uh, you've got three pizza boxes there and we've we've kept them unopened. Well, we, Would oh, you yeah. like I, to reveal what, um, what flavors? All right. This is a mystery. I was not here when the pizzas were Just ordered. pizzas. Yeah. Right. Joel, pizza. Joel doesn't even know what so these yeah, pizzas so I don't, are. Well, Brendan ordered I don't know them, either. So. All right, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I, wait, uh, how do you? All right, do you not so, know what you ordered. I don't know. It was like twenty minutes ago. My memory doesn't last that long. Uber Eats. It happens too fast. Um, but number one, do you want to hear it? Let's yeah. hear it. Number one. All right. Let's. Well, let's get an ASMR of this box opening. Gonna be angry at me for pronouncing this incorrectly, but Capri Cosa. I don't know. Capricosa? I I don't know. Mushroom. Do you want some? We'll get some ASMR of us opening the box. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think you're going to be able to hear the cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Content, content. What's box number two, guys? All right, box Box number number two. two. Let's get on it. It is. Ta da! Meat and more. Meat and more. Meat and more. Yeah. What's the more, guys? What's, What's the, more? the more? What's the more? We don't know by looking at it, to be honest. <laughs> dough? Do you get more dough? Sauce? More I, dough. Who know, more meat, I guess. And okay. number three. A classic. Number three. An American staple. Probably an Italian staple, because oh. that's where pizza's from. A pepperoni. I've opened them in the Pepperoni, the yes. <laughs> that's my favorite. 
Uh, I went to beautiful. like I even went to like Frankie's recently because I heard they were closing. It yeah. was just so so good to go back and just have stupid loud music in my ears while can I we just like can we just like take pepperoni. a pause and just admire how long Frankie's has managed to stay open. Like let's give, yeah. let's give like him a round of applause to Frankie's. We love Frankie's. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, it is a it's a sort of staple amongst the sort of entry level performance yeah. venues. So yeah, Frankie's, you will be missed. Yeah, yeah. gonna miss the Tuesday karaoke. Yeah. God bless Frankie's. So guys, yeah. you've come on to talk, chat, have a little bit of a chat to us about your up and coming single. It's not out yet, but it is called Bottom of the Hill. Yeah. Would you like to tell us a little bit about this this single? And my my first question is, bottom of what hill? I can, I can actually give <laughs> yeah, you like proper geographic location. Um, it's in Sydney. Well, Longi- maybe I longitude and yeah. No, you're you tell, you're gonna tell the story. Okay, so it was on um, my first date with Sophie, who's my wife actually, and um, wow, married man, married man. Oh, oh seriously, congratulations! Thank you, very much. congrats. <laughs> Thanks. And, what um, has happened since we? Yeah, wait, yeah. Were, were, were you already married when we last ASMR. spoke? Or <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Were we? Were you already married when we last spoke? No, this is a hundred percent fresh content. <laughs> wow! wow. <laughs> Congrats, man. Yeah. The hair isn't the only thing that changed. Yeah. That's amazing news. Yeah, that's, that's the hair grown. of a married man, right there. Yeah, yeah. changes, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah where, where's um, this Anyway, where's so this? yeah, uh, this is like five years ago and it, the song's basically about, we went, um, I like asked her on a date and we went to this cafe. I just said like, do you want to get a coffee? But it was four, it was like four in the afternoon. And um, so there's like this line about her drinking tea in the song because uh, she didn't want to drink coffee after like <laughs> at like four, four o'clock, which is totally reasonable, but I just kind of screwed that one up. Um, anyway, so I just like, I kind of wanted to get like, get some words out, you know, say that I'm into you, but um, they didn't really come out. So, and then uh, we're just like sitting there in the cafe closed. Um, <laughs> so we're in Glebe and um, we walked all the way down to the bottom of Glebe Point Road and sat at the point and, um, Got all mushy. This meeting is being recorded. Oh. Sorry, guys. Keep, <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, that's that's the gist of the song. It's like a pretty, um, pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty much a love song. Yeah. Oh, mm. Breaking ground there. so romantic. With that content. Yeah. Sipping tea. No, it, 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 ha- it has that vibe to it. Definitely. It's, you know, when I listened to it, um, the first thing I thought was this feels more poppy than your previous single. Yeah. And yes. then I, I listened back to it. Um, and actually, it's not your previous single. We're talking about Closer, which is the last single we chatted to you guys about. And I thought, uh, maybe it's not poppy, but it definitely is more up-tempo. And it has more of that, like, sort of... Um, I know I know, we've just gone into winter, but it has that, like, summer vibe to it, um, that really sort of upbeat. I always imagine those songs, like, driving around on, like, one of those roads down, like, near the water and, like, driving around those sharp bends of the roof yeah, down yeah, yeah, and, sure. like, blasting yeah. music, just, like, way too into it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's really, really got awesome vibes so like i i get that sort of excitement that first first love kind of vibe we're taking a page yeah. from lord's book and just releasing a summer bop in the middle of winter so <laughs> but um no i feel like the production has definitely changed a lot from some of our earlier stuff so definitely a lot yeah. poppier 
I think, yeah, lots of, lots of different influences on this new one. So more mm. like Cosmos Midnighty, even like Rule. I don't know if we're going to get, uh, you know, shout on for saying Rule. What's wrong with Rule? I don't know. Rule's... <laughs> well, all right. Okay. I like Rule. <laughs> you might get shout on for suggesting that we might get shout on. Oh, all right. All the, all the 18-year-old Rule stands are going to come for us. Oh, now. my gosh. <laughs> are you saying Rule? Rule? Yeah, Rule. Oh, the, right. The Australian I was thinking singing. like Hon. Like Hon or like... Ah, like, yes. Um, like I'll bring it back up again because I feel like Dan's sounding more and more like... Rex Orange County. You know what? Yeah, I knew yeah. you were going to say this on this phone. <laughs> 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 Didn't we talk about this last time? Yeah, I swear yeah. we like- did. We did. But I have to like bring it back because it's like, oh. Like Hon was the first thing I thought just because of like the feel of the track yeah. and like also just like the tone of your voice. But then I'm like, nah, it's still kind of Rex Orange County. And I, I don't mean no disrespect. No, no, I love like Rex really Orange cool. County. No, yeah. no, it's no, not disrespect. I don't think anyone here would take yeah. that as disrespect. But what, what's it, yeah. I think it's that that laid back vibe that you that you sing with Daniel. Like that, it, I, and I feel like this single is even more laid back, maybe the most laid back vocal that we've heard from you, at least in, in my opinion. And I think David agrees with me on that one. Um, yeah. And I like, it's almost like with that Rex Orange County vibe, it's almost like you're just sort of speaking into the microphone. Like, as opposed to like sort of really belting at it, it's kind of just sort of like yeah. as if you're sitting down in the lounge room and just sort of recording your vocal and yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, like, no, yeah. Well, I, I mean, speaking of lounge room, it was literally done in yeah, it's the done lounge room right that there. we're sitting in now. Yeah. So. Well, that's, and that's kind go. of the way we like, usually when we do vocals, I'll be at the mic and Matt will be at like, like compressing the buttons and, um, and he'll just say like lean into that more or you know um sort of like get that like get i feel that like rhythm the, going. the vocals for this track came together pretty fast like we did yeah. it all in one day maybe like three hours oh yeah and, and that was with a lunch break and like that actually that um the lot you know how there's like that outro part of the song with the like different melody um, yeah that is like straight, that is actually funnily enough straight up a rip off of just like a Rex Orange County progression. Like All right, don't, don't, don't tell everyone else. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Yeah, see, yeah, right. see, this is why. This yeah, is why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it to myself. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but it works. And, and the production, I suppose, is very different to Rex Orange County. So it doesn't yeah, come yeah. across as like too mm-hmm. derivative. It just, it's more like vibey. Um, it doesn't come across as like you ripping him off. But then I guess you've just said that you did totally just rip it off. So <laughs> I think it was, an, it was also an after the fact thing. We, we didn't have that, uh, yeah, B section yeah. and it kind of got written and then we changed the chords around Daniel's yeah. vocals. And then we were like, oops, it's, uh, the exact same as a, uh, yeah. Rex Orange County song. <laughs> Literally <laughs> like, we're, we're kind of like, Oh, this song needs something more. And we're doing the vocals for it. And like, there was, we felt like it could go down a bit and like I kind of had a bit of a vocal line and Matt liked it and changed it a bit and then put some chords under it and then we listened to it and thought, well, you know, <laughs> that sounds familiar. Uh, basically, don't don't sue us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Again, I can't afford a lawyer. <laughs> well, he, he is one of our top listeners, um, old oh, Rexy. So, uh, <laughs> really? Love you, bro. <laughs> I should let Brendan speak. We should uh, mention Brendan. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. you two, you know, hogging the mic a little bit. You know, he's in marginalized. Well, Joel's got a mic and he's not speaking. Yeah. Joel can keep his mic. Daniel, why don't you give your mic to someone uh, else? Yeah, I want to <laughs> speak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm passing it on. Yeah. 
Sorry, yeah, I wasn't saying too much. I was really into this pizza before, so but now I'm back in business, baby. Yeah. Feel free to eat while, while we <laughs> yeah. conversate. Enjoy. Do you want to give a shout out to to your pizza joint? Yeah, who, do we, uh, who is this? Pizza I love pizza from uh, I think this is the Surrey Hills one. Surrey Hills Pizza. Oh, yeah. Apparently, I don't know. Everyone else lives in the inner west. And we're here in Matt's house in Paddington, so we don't really know the local pizza joints, yeah, yeah, but it's okay. Pizza. It's not bad. Speaking Sauce? of locations, guys, last yeah. time we chatted, you were um, either considering or about to be forced into making a move in terms of your your band's location where you practice and record and everything. Um, did that happen? And how did that how did that go? Where are you guys based now? Yeah, so uh, we Brandon's were in the big... homeless now. Yeah, I live on the street still, <laughs> but uh, we moved out of the big share house in Maroubra. Um, mm. And then, yeah, that house split up into three separate little houses. So Joel and I live in Newtown, not together, in separate houses. Um, and then, It'd be fine if you guys yeah. live together. Like, we, we don't judge. That's, yeah, that's, no, that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, Joel, Joel was the reason we all moved out of the house. He was too messy. <laughs> he left plates everywhere. Um, yeah. No. no, this isn't true. There was some other factors. Wasn't there, Joel? Brendan's relationship has just been going, it's down. going yeah. downhill. This is out. We're in our living room at the moment. Sarah, one of my housemates, is is in the kitchen. G'day. She says hello. You're going to be uh, famous. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, and then uh, so me and Sam, who lived in the Maroubra house, are in Paddington now. So that's where Alex Studios right. set up. But Daniel never lived with us the whole time. He didn't. Couldn't hack it. Couldn't no. handle the heat. There's too many people. Yeah. I'm trying to get the mic back to, to rebut. <laughs> They're not giving it to me. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, now the studio kind of resides in Paddington with uh, yeah, right. Sam, who's not here, and Matt. They they still have all the all the good gear. Okay. How, how did you find that process? Because obviously if you were recording one space, like that space is a sound and it has practicalities and like there's a logistical elements of it as well. How was that process of transition between the old space and the new space? I feel like a lot of the gear that we had in the old space was like a combination of mine and Sam's. So I feel like it just made sense for us to move to the same place. But um, yeah. like in terms of riding, I think it's like either me or like someone just coming up with an idea sending it to the boys and being like oh what do you think of this then you know everyone will just be like yeah i like it or most of the time they're like no nah, that shit or, or we just don't reply oh, yeah well they don't reply just leave me on red i usually just wow react oh yeah joe wow reacts sometimes it's a love heart react what does it mean you know you never know he's just spent like seven hours straight working on something and you wow react i feel yeah. like we're lucky if we get a wow react out of joe that means we've done well yeah <laughs> um, but yeah so either we'll like come up with an idea for a song and then kind of workshop it and then either like get all together and record it or just send ideas. Yeah. yeah. Was, that, it's like was this latest it's, single developed in this, in the Paddington house? Well, speaking of Sam, I think it was Sam who came up with the chorus melody. Okay. But yeah, so that the, I think the song was the a beat of the chorus was made like six plus months ago in the Marubra house. And we just kind right. of sat on it for a while. And yeah, it just, I know some songs kind of just come to you and you're like, oh yeah, yeah it's time with for us. this. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 
So did, did you kind of leave it, leave it where it was and then revisit it after some time or was it just sort of a constant chipping away at it until it sort of um, amalgamated into what it's become? Uh, well, with, yeah, with this one, it was, it was like we made the beat, had the melodic ideas, hadn't written any lyrics to it yet. I think that's how a lot of the songs we write kind of happen now is we'll just kind of chuck a Kanye and just hum some melodies over the beat <laughs> and then write yeah. lyrics to it afterwards. Um, but yeah, this one, it, it, we kind of sat with it for like six months. Mm. I didn't come back to it until like maybe a month ago and it all came together super fast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it. Like we didn't even think about it probably for, for six or so months. And then if we like sort of when it, like when we do a song, we'll just do it all in a week and then it'll... Um, yeah, yeah. Right. That's when the passion passion's where it's at. It's when the creative juices are flowing, when it's all going fast. Like when you're having to sort of like work it out, like it's it's sometimes just the the passion and the energy just isn't in the right place. Those those ones that you yeah. just work forever on, they just mm. become stale and yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, David, yeah. you're about to you're about to go on to say something. Yeah. Basically what you're saying, but it's like it's interesting that you guys can let it sit for like six months it's like marinating mm. into like like a fine wine put into a, <laughs> yeah. a cellar yeah. with cobwebs and Actually, yeah i heard uh yeah i, yeah, I heard uh yeah. taika waititi uh like the film director writer he like does it with a lot of his scripts where he'll write a script and then just sit on it for like two years and then mm. come back to it read it write it from memory and then just write it two more times and that's wow. how he comes up with his scripts so I feel I like suppose it, 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 it like freshens it up a little bit. Yeah, like I think so. Putting like, it aside for some time, like when you yeah. come back, it feels almost like a new idea. And maybe since then you've picked up other things. And um, I suppose the other thing is when you obviously you start writing something, like no matter what it is, you often have a preconception about what it will be. And sometimes I can force you to make, well, not force you, but you can end up making biased decisions, trying to force something into being what you originated. Yeah. But if you go away from it, you can come back and think, oh, this is actually much more like this, which was nothing like the idea you originally had. So I guess it gives you the benefit of a fresh perspective, which potentially is lacking that initial bias of this is what this song should be, you know? Yeah. Mm. I think like also, like I think that's true. And I think like we'll, we have kind of like this um, Dropbox folder of, you know, 30-second sound snaps or, you know, a minute and a half kind of thing. They're just unfinished ideas. And yeah. we'll sort of trawl through those, and like that's how, like that's how we revisited this one. Yeah, and we were all just like, yeah, this is like, this is probably our favorite of the lot at the moment. And then, sort of one, mm. once that decision's made, we kind of think of that as the next thing, and we'll and we'll work towards finishing it as well, which is kind of cool because yeah, right. like, it sort of means, you know, obviously you think the idea is cool at the time, but then if you leave it and come back to it. It confirms whether it's cool or not, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 How do you guys make that decision? The, I think the cool thing is you all have like a similar vibe or like-mindedness to have the track turn out a certain way. But I could imagine you can sometimes butt heads mm. when ideas are like, you know. Like a sad like, face react instead be, of a wow react. Yeah, yeah. Instead of a wow react. I think it's well, not, not so much butting heads, but if I sometimes I'll send a a beat or something to the group chat and then people will just be like, nah, 
I don't, <laughs> I don't like that. Thumbs down yeah, reactive. Thumbs down reactive. It's only Matt and Brendan. That yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're siblings, so yeah. it's been easy to argue with each other because we've been doing it for like 23, lots 24 of, years. So we've had lots of practice at it. Yeah. And we, we've come to, you know, an easy... Like well, it's nice and efficient now. You 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 can do it with emojis rather than long essays. It's just like thumbs down. And <laughs> no, yeah, this yeah, one, yeah. no good. Well, honestly, I don't think I don't think anyone. We've never really seriously butted heads. I think like no. everyone oh. kind of holds it loosely and is very happy with what we end up. Like I we, I do. Yeah. I think I think we all do think pretty similarly, and mm. I think. Maybe we never really get this deep, but I do think we all respect each other as well. So we kind of. Mm, I still don't respect oh. Joel after what he no, did at the old house. The mess everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you edit that Mutual out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but I like. I think nobody ever like shits on somebody else's idea. Um, yeah, I think yeah. we all kind of will agree that it's cool, or happily say, "No, nah, I don't like that." And mm. yeah, nobody gets too upset about it. Not in public anyway. Like you go home and cry to sleep. Yeah, that's right. but oh, like yeah. you, you know. Maybe that's why yeah. Joel only wow reacts. We, we can never tell if it's sarcastic. Or <laughs> <laughs> Keep it neutral. Keep crying. it guessing. Wow, Joel's a genius. <laughs> so like Joel, I'll direct this one at you just because you haven't spoken as much. But when did you guys sort of come to the realization that this would be your next single? Was it pretty soon after revisiting it or was it after you'd sort of chopped it up a bit? Um, you directed at question at the right person because <laughs> <laughs> when i first heard the first demo i was like oh i didn't think this is the song that we chose <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, uh, so it was that different like that really different for me yeah, <laughs> i remember it yeah yeah wow not that i was unhappy about it still still good well it, was, yeah. it sounds like you were but um we weren't, <laughs> we weren't taking part. i mean that was the wow reactor it was an unhappy later, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then i wow reacted <laughs> Joel's contract uh, stipulates that he's restricted to live shredding only. <laughs> awesome. Well, what I also thought about this track when I was listening to it was um, it very much is dripping with the, the Triple J vibes. And I was wondering whether that's a market that you've been sort of aiming towards because you definitely sort of fit into their... Uh, their ballpark of sounds and vibes quite smoothly. It, it's definitely quite a seamless transition if you can break through like you did with with your previous singles closer. So was is that sort of a target market that you're looking at? That sort of triple J sort of like alt pop kind of audience, or am I yeah, am I insulting I like you yes. right now? No, no. I feel like yes, yes, I know. I feel like especially producing music in Australia, that is definitely something that you have to consider but i think it, it's a good thing that you know musicians in australia have a platform like triple j or triple jana mm. to upload their stuff but it's also hardware it's they're the kind of the gatekeepers they got the monopoly they got the it. monopoly so it's if you're not absolutely fit in their vibe that yeah you can struggle for a, a while but no i absolutely. mean that's i yeah thanks so you said that because i feel like yeah, yeah i know we're never trying to pander to a audience but yeah i mean yeah. Yeah, and I think I, if we I, I didn't necessarily mean panda, I'm more <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, no. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Um I think but I think if we did like kind of hinge our hopes on that, we'd get disheartened pretty quick because I think there are just so many good bands and maybe in Australia it is a bit more difficult because you know, it does sometimes feel like there's only one pathway to um, mm. to opportunity, which is like that's Absolutely. 
Yeah, it's sometimes a bit rough, but I think, you know, you just take the small wins and kind of have some cool experiences. And if that's, um, you know, if you get handpicked, then that's cool. And if not, that's cool as well. <laughs> well, I think that in terms of the sound, like I, I, I find I, I like it would not sort of jump out to me at all if I flicked on the radio and, and heard that it sounds very much within that ballpark. So um, yeah, I'm wishing you guys all the best because it's definitely a very vibey song. Like I was listening Thanks. to it yeah. sort of um, hobbling around my house because I'm carrying an injury at the moment and I could uh. bop as much as I could on one leg. Um, but do? yeah. What, what did yeah, you what'd do? you do? Let's go, Samson. Oh boy. Are we going to tell the story right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We want to hear the story. people need to know. I, I just realized we just, we, I was too excited. Well, I feel like this is more a tan and chill right episode away. rather. Okay, yeah. whatever. I'll just give it a bridge version. Um, I was playing give football as well, line. except I didn't play it during um, podcast timings. Um, but I was running back towards the end of the game and I tore my hamstring. So, um, yeah, we're, we're not in the best shape right now, but it, it is what it is. That's how, unfortunate. How long is the recovery period for... Not sure yet. <laughs> Waiting for scans to come back. But um, let's We're not turn this into the Jack podcast. Let's, <laughs> let's keep it focused on Samson. We'll have plenty of time, David and I, to unpack it. And if you guys want the download, you can just tune into episode 51, probably we'll be discussing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, also, um, closer, closer lyric video was really cool. Mm. Like I remember you guys were saying we were just going to drop a bit after episode 28 yeah. with us was coming out but then like leading up to that like leading with that like are we can we expect some visuals for this single that's mm. dropping or maybe like, even a, a music video beats? perhaps i think yeah. it's definitely like we haven't actually started any projects of it but it's definitely was something we talked about that we wanted to do with our next single so i, I think we've talked about doing a music video at least uh, yeah, for every, for every like that we have five years. So, <laughs> no promises. <laughs> no. But yeah, yeah. Money, money usually gets in the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is an expensive, sure. long, and quite often tedious process for in mm. terms of the ones that I've been involved in. Um, but yeah, it's 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 always a good idea. I think people don't realize how much work needs to go into them. Like it's it's as big a job as the song itself, like to make a visual, maybe even a bigger job. Yeah, um, so big yeah, job. it's definitely a big, big undertaking. I think we might just get a green screen. We'll rent a green screen and then wear green more suits like Eric Gondre. And you know, then you know just be guys, <laughs> you, you have to, once again, I'm giving you plenty of good ideas over these two episodes. Yeah. So I expect some, I expect some conversation coming back this way. Yeah, but yeah, like, you could definitely yeah, like make this work with that sort of kind of like early 2000s, late 90s kind of pop thing where it's like obviously a green screen and you keep changing to backgrounds. Like <laughs> this track suits that vibe. Like, yeah, that kind of stuff. Like just yeah. like in ridiculous yeah. outfits. Like this track could totally suit that vibe. So, you know, maybe it's a direction to look at and um, I'll be checking my bank account to see whether, you know, some yeah, conversation starts You'll be well in, compensated. But- <laughs> We get like two tree cents, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, but the close-up video was really cool as well. Shout out to who, like the homie that made that. Yeah, Philip. Yeah. Only checked yeah, that yeah. out like a couple days. Yeah, so it was our friend from high school. Um, yeah, pull up the Instagram. People can hear it when you pull it up on the phone. Yeah, um, but yeah, so Philip needs recognition. Like you were saying, like I saw like 
he made he recorded some footage with like older cameras like lesser like lesser quality but it gives it this mm. nice rustic feel yeah, yeah it's yeah. really really cool yeah it goes so well with you know your branding and everything so yeah so like we to him, eh? we had um like an old camcorder that was like this weird old sony thing that was my girlfriend's and yeah. then we just kind of filmed random stuff with that so half of it's filmed by us just doing random stuff mm. and then philip ah, actually came right. to uh I get, yeah that's why you can just see like just huge blocks of pixels because it's probably from like 2010 the camera um and then yeah philip came to the gig and then <laughs> filmed on his like film camera um yeah and what? just got some cool shots as well and then he pieced it all together but yeah so if you look him up on on instagram he's a cool photographer he's taken photos for like uh Amal and the sniffers What's and king gears and stuff his yeah. at is philip underscore a dot m i've been shoving this phone in brendan's face for the last 40 seconds <laughs> i was trying to tell yeah, a story i'm like all right you can say he's like dude now. what are you what are you doing <laughs> we, we want to nobody can just look him up without knowing no like i mean. know who he is why do you keep showing me his pictures <laughs> yeah. no seriously he's a he's very talented he's like he's been doing stuff for years that is just way cooler than what yeah. anyone else is doing like he's a he's very much a trailblazer so look him up um yeah he, he's a he's a really nice guy too say it one more time what was his name so it's um philip underscore a dot m on instagram <laughs> Yeah, he also oh, pioneered. Yes. No, I, I don't know, know if you guys seen like not personally, but I've seen I've seen Philip AM. Yeah, well, yeah, he yeah. Used to, like King Gizzard used used to use a lot of his stuff and right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he um yeah. So I don't know if you guys have seen like the quadroscopic sort of cameras. They're like old kind of digital cameras that have four lenses. He kind of pioneered this like wiggle photo. So he'd like use okay. those mm. things. Oh yeah. Apparently his name's even mentioned like in the Wikipedia of the wiggle photo. But yeah, he so yeah. so yeah, he basically invented yeah. that style of photography, and cool. then everyone everyone's doing it now. Yeah, yeah Bonds even used it. Nike used it. Yeah. How you no compensation? Him, Where did, is it? Were you, was that an existing relationship? High school friend, he said. Oh, yeah, sorry, I missed that. My bad. Yeah. Good guy. Oh, the places you know, yeah. <laughs> people people you know, places you go. Yeah, yeah. You, you get my drift. But anyway, guys, <laughs> how are you Dr. feeling Z. about this latest single? Because yeah, it's been some time since you've had a release. The last one was in March, so I guess it's not that long ago. It feels like a long time ago, March. But um, yeah, how are you feeling about releasing another track again? Is there like what what's it like as you go forth and you keep releasing stuff? Does that sensation, that experience, change when it comes around to the R day, or is it still you know those nerves, those bit of anxiety about how it's going to be received? How are you guys feeling personally? Um, I I mean I probably this is my, my personal feelings i just i'm pretty excited like i don't think i don't know if i get nervous but i definitely like i don't think i lose the excitement like um i'm chronic for just sending my friends demos like yeah right yeah so like i think which probably says that i want people to listen and i want people to hear it um yeah so when release tape finally comes around i get quite excited yeah, yeah i just love looking at the stats Oh, the stats guy over here. Damn engineer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I think like with each release, though, you just kind of it's hard. You just put it out into the world and you hope for the best and hope that it finds an audience. But yeah, I mean, like you said, I think with this next release, who knows if, if it's going to be out by the time this podcast comes out. But I think it's, yeah, definitely the most like radio friendly. Yeah. 
mass appeal vibes. Yeah, which like maybe I don't think that was in mind, but I think it's really like, you know, um, I think that maybe is just a byproduct as well of what of, we've been of, listening to. Yeah, yeah, what we've been listening to and also just we've been writing songs for so long now that it I think you tend to just accidentally write poppier stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I like um I don't know if you guys listen to Dayglow. Um do you listen I to Dayglow? You should look him up. He's um yeah, really cool. American he just released a, yeah, an American guy who j- is like DIY bedroom like indie pop okay. rock vibes he's okay. like super cool um but he, all, like he just released an album and you know all the songs were three minutes or under basically which i don't know if he i listened to an interview that he did recently and he i don't think he did that on purpose but it's just kind of like what's happening at the moment and i think yeah. this song is maybe a result of us like i think every, yeah everyone's attention spans are getting shorter and shorter so uh, a yeah. goddamn TikTok. Yeah. I, I mean, I say that, but I scroll for like three hours a day on TikTok. It's, yeah, it's addictive. Uh, reels. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah. All right. Just yeah. imagine how far it would go. Hey, imagine one day it would just end up thirty second tracks. Well, like <laughs> legit. Like just, you, you guys say three yeah. minutes is short. I mean, three minutes was is is kind of been the like standard for some time. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. I would say, like there's plenty of tracks I see now which are under three, like two and a well, half. Well, yeah, a single minutes. on um a single on this Dayglow album was like a minute fifty, and yeah, you know, I mean, it, it felt like a complete. It's almost song. just like ideas now, and yeah. they barely make it into a fully structured song i mean you're lucky to get two hooks in there yeah so yeah yeah it, it, it is interesting um and some people i mean i saw an instagram page the other day which was a guy who literally like that's his thing is he makes one minute songs um and he just posts them on instagram because he has one minute within them and that's his whole shtick yeah. is that I, he posts on instagram yeah, I one think minute it's, songs and it's that's, weird yeah, it's, nowadays um because like back in the day it was the length of a song was kind of restricted to the format it was being played on. Yeah. So whether it was on a physical media. Yeah. And now that doesn't really exist. So I think the we're kind of restricted to people's attention span. So you're, you know, you're yeah. just trying to keep their attention for as long yeah. as possible. I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when was the last time you guys heard a radio edit? Like that, yeah. that doesn't seem to happen anymore yeah. because yeah, yeah. like you used to have sort of like, you know, four minute songs and then you'd have your like three minute radio edit. And now I feel mm. like most songs don't need a radio edit because they're not that long. Yeah. yeah. And I think like it's, it's like a weird tension between, you know, sort of um, unconsciously replicating what you're listening to and what's happening right now. But also yeah. it's really hard to put together to like, you know, get a together song and a song that has a story and a con- like, you know, mm. a conclusion and a, and a meaning in that short amount of time. Like this yeah, one, um, I think though that maybe with this one, it was so short, there was like pretty limited time in the verses and the chorus that it forced out a really clear, a clear message, you know, and maybe that's I, why yeah, I, I went. I think when we we're writing it as well, we're like trying to tweak the lyrics to be like, oh, what about this one? No. It's not really right. Yeah, We're yeah. Kind of not being precious with like, the words. Mm. Yeah, like when we did the vocals, I had like I had everything written down, but Matt and I were like, oh, maybe like on the day we we're recording it, maybe we, this word might might work better and and perhaps be more meaningful or suit suit the melody better. Um, and we just sort of didn't hold it too tightly and and went with it, which I reckon yeah. yeah again was a product of it being a shorter song, perhaps a more radio friendly song. So it's like kind of a, it was a cool exercise to do that. Yeah. Well, I, I think that, um, 
the sort of psychedelic genre that you guys tap into a bit, they they do have longer songs. Some songs are really long yeah. in the psychedelic rock genre, um, like sort of eight, seven minute songs. But like for you guys, you know, the last couple songs you've released um, with Closer being four minutes and 15 seconds and Hold Me Back being four minutes and six seconds, this one's three minutes and 25 seconds, at least on the version that you sent us. So it is significantly shorter, but like if I saw a three minute, 25 second song or three and a half minute song, I wouldn't go, oh, that's short. So maybe it's more of a, like within the genre that you're operating in, is it shorter? But within the pop genre, it's definitely like a three three and a half minute song. That's like Pretty yeah. average, I would say. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think that's true. It's weird. Yeah, maybe the, it's weird how short it felt for us then. Yeah, yeah. I think without we also that uh post like B chorus section came really late into the picture. Mm, I think yeah. originally it was like a two and a half minute song, and we added yeah, that. We added that. Yeah. Which I, I'm not mad about. It's a, No, I love that part. I guess, yeah. I can't wait yeah, no, for everyone good. to hear it. I'm like, it's, that's one of those ones where I'm like, I'm sending it to people going, how'd you like the harmonies in the last part? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what harmonies? And they're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah. Yeah, I literally showed it to Sophie and she, and she was like, yeah, I'm listening. I swear I'm listening. But what yeah, about the harmonies, dude, Sophie? Oh, don't, even, don't even get me started, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you just sometimes sometimes it's just like why does does everyone not appreciate my thing as much as I appreciate I know, it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a petulant child. <laughs> Speaking of appreciation, then what are some things you want people to notice in this track? <laughs> oh, um, there are. I mean, there's lots of weird harmonies sound. The, in the harmonies, in the, the chorus, harmonies. there's. I mean, this is might might be stealing a little bit too much from Cosmos Midnight, but there's a vibra slap. In the uh, chorus hit, uh, if you keep an ear up for that. In the hold on, if people don't know what a vibra slap slap sounds like, Matt, can you give a demo with your uh, mouth I of think what it jo- sounds like? Joel, Joel should because he um he hasn't talked much. I would, Joel, I would need to know what it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I literally can't make it with my mouth. Come Ready on, guys, on us. three. All right, all at once. Ready, one, three. Two, one. That's the best I can do. It's like a Cardi B noise pitched down. Now, what else? Uh, we got a little cassette tape reel stop. If you're listening mm-hmm. real hard for that. Yeah. Um, I think, um, but yeah. Like if I'm if we're seeking stuff. appreciation, I think like squeezing all those words into the chorus was was like uh, that was a real exercise. But like Matt, we we're really proud of it. At the end of the day, like mm. yeah, we were we were stoked with how it came out. Is there a lot of editing in the the lyricism process? Do you guys go back and forth quite a bit? Generally, no. But Matt, like usually, I will just like sing and Matt will record kind of thing. But we like really, it was a bit more collaborative. Just like, like there was obviously a clear message. Like it's pretty clear what the song was about, but you know, we're trying to serve the song and that rhythm and even just like the flow of the words. I've heard Matt Corby talk about this where like when he's writing lyrics is there's like lots of lyrics that you could put over a melody, but there's only usually one or two good melodies that'll fit a song. So I think a, a lot of our mm. lyrics, of course, we're trying to fit like fit the message in, but it's also like fitting the melody the best we can as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. How about how about in terms of like um like the last time we spoke, it was more 
a lot more full-on season with like COVID and everything. Yeah. But it's been a bit of time since then. So I'm sure you guys got opportunity to perform a lot more. Like, would you say your performance has um, evolved and leveled up since then? Mm. Or like since yeah. the last time we spoke? Or, or is like, it taking a bit of time to like, <laughs> get back to where you guys oh, were Joe got No, we had our first standing gig back. Yeah, yeah, last, last Friday. Friday, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, which was sick. Yeah, lots of lots of people aggressively Macarena into a Mac DeMarco cover we did. <laughs> it was interesting yeah. to see. A slow An cover. aggressive Macarena. That that's yeah. wow. How the report is. Yeah, <laughs> that was the headline in the yeah. SMH the next morning. Aggressive Macarena. <laughs> Um, I reckon that was the biggest deal for us though. Like where you, you say like maybe our show has refined or something, but we actually, I don't know if we realized how hard we found it playing to, um, people sitting down. Not that the, like the people were still into it and I loved having them there and we played to rooms that felt full and we had, you know, great times and great shows. But yeah. as soon as people were like really close to the stage last Friday and, you know, dancing and like, yeah. I, I just think it was so much easier to play. Yeah. A better I think set. people are also more excited to be at the shows as well. So I feel like you can definitely feel the crowd's energy just like yeah. pick up from what we're used to, which is exciting to play for as well. Definitely. Yeah. And like the, the relationship between like the crowd and the performers is two way. And w when they're sitting, mm. it's, it's very much feels much more slanted to that one way direction yeah. of the crowd simply listening. But as I'm sure you guys know, when you have a good crowd, they give you back just as much as you're giving them and they really become part of the performance because they're sort of leading you into different directions. They're increasing your energy and giving you adrenaline and sort of um, feeding you what they want basically. So um, I'm sure that would definitely make a big difference when you've got a crowd sort of, yeah, as you said, up and close and personal, moving around, dancing as opposed to sort of sitting there, tapping their feet. Like, you know, it's a big, big difference. Yeah, you yeah, definitely just feel more comfortable on stage. Like you're not just being stared at. It's like more of a yeah. interactive experience. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel like that's not a slight on anyone who came to our shows. That's just all we could do. And you know exactly, exactly. And yeah. I think it just emphasised how much we missed playing to to rooms like that were close and standing and could like they were just felt like we had a lot more to feed off. I think. For sure, for sure. I mean, you get the world's rowdiest mosh pit and make them all sit in chairs and there's only so much they're going to be able to do, you know? Like, it's it's just, yeah. it's not to do with the people there, it's just the nature of the the format, which obviously we all understand given the um, the circumstances, like there's a reason why people were sitting, but um, when it comes to performers, yeah, it's it's harder work sort of performing to a to a seated audience than a, than a standing one, definitely. On the topic of performances, um, what was the worst performance <laughs> you've had i think we all oh, had the same yeah we all have and the what was the best performance you guys had in like each individual uh should we say all together on, yeah. on, on what the worst <laughs> oh, one is on three, three two one the worst yeah, the one. worst gig that we've ever played ready on we three all, say right. do, you, what, do you mean like during <laughs> covid or like ever ever i think ever because we oh, all have the same let's answer. Let's go ever. Because like it's been a bit let's of time. Ever. It could have happened. It could have happened in the past. It's definitely year, so. ever. 
Okay, right, ready? Okay, ready? Three, on three? Two, two one, <laughs> raw. <Roll. laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, we, you played guys did this, uh, we played this artist showcase thing. In yeah, play, yeah, I, yeah. It, oh, it was, man. Yeah, it, we, we basically What's had raw? to- What's raw? What is raw? I, so I can't it's actually this, remember so who's this, ran it. It's this artist showcase and they, they reach out to people on Instagram or on like Triple J on Nerst, normally people who just started up, and they basically put together this big showcase of- um, like performers, both like physical artists, like musicians, dancers, all this sort of stuff. But so right. funny story, guys, Raw reached out to me back in like 2017, 18. It seemed like a really cool thing at the start. Um, I had to go along to a meeting. I don't know if you guys went to that, like a briefing thing. And no, we didn't like, do that yet. I, so I had to go like visit the <laughs> venue and stuff and we all got like talked to about what it was about and everything. And I was just like, Okay. Oh no, this isn't for me. But they were really weird leading up to it. They're just like, okay, we really need you to commit. And so while it still sounded really cool, I was just like, hell yeah, I'd do it. And then I went to the briefing thing and I was just like, I'm not doing this. And so I pulled out and they were so like, they ghosted me. They were like so pissed off with me. Like it was well, really, you, really it was, a um, weird vibe. It was crazy. Cause like the t- tickets were quite expensive and yeah. they kind of like just sprung it on you late that oh, yeah i know I mean, i'm not here that's to like what it complain was. about that that's what it was they, yeah. they told me that like oh yeah you need to sell like 40 tickets yeah, or something yeah, yeah and they cost like 40 dollars and i was just like wait i'm not getting paid for this so i just sort of ducked out of there yeah yeah it wasn't anyway so like that was that whole side of it was you know as you're like kind of explaining a bit strange but we just had like i think on the day we drove to the wrong place we got there late one of the synths had broken and we didn't have a base we didn't have a base so i was just using like a behringer deep mind synth which is like not the best of synths but it was but that was the base and the the pads and the chords and everything my guitar broke yeah, on Daniel's stage. Yeah, guitar broke on stage. Oh my we couldn't really... So when we rocked up as well, the sound guy was like, oh, do you guys know how to do sound? And me being like <laughs> kind of a sound guy. We ended up setting up the sound for the venue. It was like at the Orion Center in yeah, Campsie. Like it was a, it was a good, massive, massive room. room. Yeah. It's probably the biggest wow. venue that we've played with the most people like at that point in time that we'd played to. And it was just our worst show that we've had. Oh, as in I walked off <laughs> oh, and I did not want to speak to anyone. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was pretty bad. I just, oh, I felt like in between songs, I just felt like apologizing to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah. You start saying sorry yeah. between songs. I have friends sorry, that if they listen to this, they will lose it. Like they, they that were at Raw. Yeah. That, <laughs> I, ha- I think I still like in my, in my old car, I had like the artist tag, the raw artist <laughs> tag, just as a meme to keep forget. around. Yeah, never forget. <laughs> you know, it's funny because... Like the two things like that that I've been involved with was Raw, which I didn't end up doing and I'm so glad I didn't. But the other one was, it was this like performance night at um, the Modern Contemporary Art Museum in um, uh, Circular Quay. And like that was a very similar thing. Like there was, it was art and like young acts and stuff. But that was like maybe the best show I ever did when I was a performing artist. Like, and I, I was with a band at that time and that was amazing. And it's just like, the concept is really good. It's just about the way you do it, the way you execute it. And like, 
I don't want to sort of drag Raw through the dirt no, too no, much because they are trying cool to promote concept, young it? artists and everything. Raw but yeah. they, <laughs> <laughs> but they need to look at that business yeah. model and be like, you can't charge forty dollars for tickets and then not give artists any kind of compensation yeah, and exactly. force them to sell tickets. Like, yeah, I, yeah like, that, we had to dumb. sell a certain amount of tickets to be able to play, and I think yeah, if we right. couldn't sell that many tickets. We had to pay for it ourselves. Something that like yeah, yeah. That would, yeah. That's so what that, they said to me as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is not a great business model. Yeah, but um, no, there was there were well, nice people. Yeah, it is for them. It is. They think it's Moolah. Yeah, it's great. For but them. speaking yeah. of Darling Harbour as well, that was probably uh, another oh. interesting show oh, that we had. That's so it was all show. right. Uh, like the show was, you know, it was, it was interesting. But anyway, the fireworks went off in in Darling Harbour at like nine no pm way. or something. They do it every Saturday yeah. or whatever. And then everyone left the venue because they wanted to go see the fireworks. <laughs> and then they weren't oh allowed to, gosh. they couldn't they, get back yeah. in because the security guards were like, no, like it's ticketed, no, no, no pass outs. So we were just playing right. to nobody because no, everyone I'm went and watched the fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. We, were, we were on open wow. roof. Like we were on the top of the modern contemporary art museum. Yeah. So if there were fireworks, we would have yeah, had like the best it. view in Darling Harbour. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, we still had a dope view of the fireworks, but just through a window. Yeah. And, and it basically just like left this really drunk dude on the dance floor. I think he felt bad for us. But we we went from playing to a room of like, I don't know, there was a bunch of people in there. Yes. I'm not sure how closely they were listening to literally nobody in the space of 30 seconds. Sounds like everything that could have went wrong went wrong. Yeah. 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 I just realized Dang. that that photo you've got there, David, um, with your your concert um, or your gig at, at Waywards, Will Armstrong, that guy went to, to uni with me. He was one of the first people that I got chatting yeah. to at uni. Ah, there, there, you there you go. Do you remember Will Armstrong? <laughs> yeah, he's really cool. Yeah, he's cool, yeah. Yeah. He's a really nice guy as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you guys are best buds, <laughs> best buddies. But yeah, just yeah, something I noticed. But anyway, we've talked Will. about the, the worst gig. Um, what's the best gig you guys have ever had? Do you reckon Lane's down? Yeah. yeah, I feel like we might all have a different answer for this. Okay. This Should we do the three, two, one, and then all right. you all oh, say... Oh, wait. What, well, uh, what, what is it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, our EP release was good. The Lane's oh, down yeah, was good. Yeah. Um. Honestly, the the show that we just played last week has been one of my favorites. That was that was, it was, uh, that was my favorite non-headliner. It was yeah, we the, probably the tightest we played in a while, and also just the most energy from a crowd that we've had. Well, so like, I'm saying awesome. last week in comparison to what we've been playing for the last like year and a half as well. Yeah. Mm, mm. Interestingly, like you guys sort of touched on it before, but I'm I'm interested to see how much you feel this way, like. Do you feel like there is an increased excitement for live music now that it's coming back? Or do you feel like it's as if it never really left? Like, do you feel like people like your average Joes, not actual musos, but people who were just sort of, you know, they go to these kind of things. Do you feel like they're more keen for live acts because of the sort of extended break that we've had? And obviously sort of live music has been around for like several months at this point but yeah did did you did you sense that and do you still sense that that there's a greater anticipation for live music i hope so mm-hmm. uh no i think you definitely <laughs> within like the past couple of gigs that we played i think even like we played at waywards last week and that room was packed out standing like by the time we were first support so there's i mean pressure off us but then yeah by the time the headliners were on it was completely packed out so i mean yeah, it was a uh, good to see like rooms like that full to the brim. But um, yeah, I'm not sure as well because mm. I don't. I 
I think people also in COVID and in isolation were just so keen to do anything um, that I know we kind of, people kind of had to reevaluate their priorities in life. So I'm hoping for our sake that, uh, yeah, people are more keen to come out. But yeah, so I, I mean, what we've seen so far, yeah. I think people are definitely more keen. Yeah, so like even the place that I work at uh, in Kuji, like Salinas, they've just started doing big big gigs again and they've just been selling them out in like a week week's notice and they've had like huge acts come through and people are still willing to like buy yeah. tickets even just like I think in, that's in one what week's notice. That's so. what we're seeing now is like yeah. lots of the bigger bands coming back. So I think, mm. yeah, mm. those bigger rooms are slowly opening up and the bigger bands are coming back out. So I think that's what's exciting for younger mm. bands and newer bands like us that we're like looking for the supports like slots with the bigger bands. Like, hey, <laughs> notice us. We've been slogging it out. Yeah, <laughs> playing to people yeah. when they couldn't. Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, like for a while, we were unfo- unfortunately like for anyone that was playing and, to bigger yeah, rooms than us, yeah. we were like, you know, we were at the maximum of what like what could be played at the time. So we got like we got a lot of shows during COVID compared to a lot of um, a lot of bigger acts, which like we're pretty grateful for. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, but right. it, I think it also means we're pretty excited to see some of those bigger rooms coming back. Um, and like bigger artists playing again because I think essentially you're inspired by those people and you want to yeah you want to go you want to listen to and you want to go and watch and you want to play with those people so it's pretty exciting it's like when you you know your big brother comes home from yeah (laughs) from some you know you're really excited uh, isn't that right Matt um, yeah yeah, my big brother's Brendan so I can't relate yeah (laughs) you weren't excited when I came over early he's like look what I've made on the computer look at this song we were were making a song (laughs) that was that was just my Minecraft (laughs) (laughs) awesome guys well starting to to bring this to to a close um obviously we got the new single um i'm not sure if you guys mentioned whether there is a date of release for that one just yet there is uh don't look at me because i don't actually hang on ruby just sent us i made it i'll I'll keep talking while you guys are looking for it um (laughs) but uh, is there there anything else coming up um on the horizon for you guys in terms of maybe uh more gigs or anything like that anything that people should be aware of um, yeah, well, uh, for that, for the single, we've got a show coming up at the factory floor on Friday, the 23rd of July. Um, we haven't announced it yet, but we'll be doing that very soon because it's all locked in and ready to go. Awesome. Yeah. Got some I think supports. we're playing with yeah. uh, Jet City Sports Club. Those guys are really cool. I think still locking in another support. Yeah, thing. but we're like, we're really keen because love that room, love the venue. And I think... We really yeah. are excited about this song. So Friday the 23rd, if people are around. But the release date for the song. Which we all knew before. Before. Yeah, I made, a, I made a teaser video and then I put the wrong date in the in the teaser <laughs> video. So Ruby had to be like, that's the wrong date. But the Ruby's, real date. Ruby's our manager. Yeah, <laughs> Ruby our manager is the 16th of July the song comes out. So keep your ears 16th peeled. of July. So yeah. guys. 16th of July. Yeah. Check that out because that's uh, by the time you guys hear that, that will be just under a month away. So really stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for this gig that's going to be announced. Did you guys say the 25th? Is that right? 23rd. 23rd. 23rd, The 23rd of July. Get out to watch um, Samson perform their brand new single, Bottom of the Hill. And we we know where that hill is. So that's (laughs) that's even more exciting. In fact, guys, when it comes out at 12 a.m. on on the, the, I've forgotten the day. The 16th of July, 
you guys better be at the bottom of that hill to listen to bottom of the hill and we'll have a, a party. Yeah. Should we have a listening party? Yeah. The hill? Be there. Yeah. David and I will be there. Is, isn't that right, David? We'll be there. With with some pizza. Oh, oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. With some pizza. <laughs> it might just be us, Sick. but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. But check that one out, guys. Um, Samson. Thanks for, for coming on to have a chat with us. I'm very keen for everyone to have a listen to this new single because it's a bit of a banger. Sick. So um, I'm, I'm very keen for, for the people to, to hear this one. Add it to your playlist. Oh, Add yeah. it to the playlist. Thanks people. for having us. Yeah, yeah thank thanks you. Thanks for having us. You yeah, both are gentlemen and scholars. <laughs> In that order, but we'll <laughs> let you figure out which one's which. <laughs> and you guys are the first guests we've had to eat pizza on the show. So thank you for being so comfortable to just bring <laughs> we, pizza to we, an interview. Um, and sip wine that? Oh, yeah. yeah we are we the first wine. repeat guests or is that like... Okay? No, unfortunately not. You guys can't can't take that cake, but... Um, that you can't take the cake of a pizza. I mean, I'm picturing you guys going for a job interview and just bringing a pizza and just because yeah. like that's <laughs> yeah, the I level did that the of other day. comfort that I feel like you guys are, are feeling right now. So if yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I like one day am in in the other seat where I, where someone's coming to to seek a job from me and they rock up with a pizza, I'll be like, you know what? I admire the confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Feel like feel like that'll be the vibe for the performance that people can watch as well. It's just comfort and just like yeah. mates having fun on stage. Yeah, it's like that wholesome vibe. Yeah, if you're front row, we'll bring some pizza. You can have a little slice as well. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure See. you're there. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we look forward to that. Samson, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you so much. We got the Samson twins and we got Daniel and we got Joel tomorrow, man, morrow. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, boys. No, thanks Thank for having us. Thanks so much. Thank Hopefully we can see um, Sam next time. Yeah. What? Do we need what? him? Do we need you, guys should, hey, you guys should just call yourself Psun because oh. there ain't no Sam. I'm I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry about that one. <laughs> all right, David, that's all from me. Is that all from you? That's all from me. Go follow them, guys. Samson underscore band on Instagram. Um, as they said, they're going to be releasing their single on the 16th of July and performance on the 23rd. So have a look out. Um, if they don't have pizza on the day, then you can call them out and say they, that you heard them on tan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that's it from us. We'll join. We'll have you. Uh, <laughs> we'll have you like, will we? <laughs> yeah we'll see you guys next episode and you guys will see us next episode peace all right god bless you bye <laughs> peace <laughs> <laughs>